0: This is Dwayne and welcome to the Wealthy Life Podcast. We are so glad to connect with you on today. You know our goal is to help you build, live, and sustain wealth. We do that specifically. We bring various guests on the show. We talk about specific things happening in the economy, products, things that we believe can help you bring your life up. That's the reason why we exist we have uh, with me today is Malcolm. Our partner Aiden is still a little bit under the weather and he's not with us on today, but Malcolm is here. You want to say something, Malcolm? Go ahead.
1: Yes, happy to be here again uh, at BeMalcolm21 on all social media. Uh, Louie, just educate and help people diversify their income. DMs always open. Excited to share this time with Dwayne again today. All right, we're
0: excited about it. Uh, today is a little bit different of a program for us. We are going to be um, Talking a little bit about uh, what I do in uh, my financial services arena. We're going to be talking about that on today. And uh, we're excited about 2022 being here. And we want you to get off to a good start. We want this to be the most financially successful year you've ever experienced. And so we're going to take time today to share this with you as this is our second podcast in 2022 and we want to make certain that you just get off to an absolutely great start and then we're going to bring some additional good guests uh, back with us in the coming weeks but we're so excited today to have this opportunity to share this with you and we're going to get after that on today we're going to come right back after this quick commercial and we're going to talk a little bit about how you can have a better financial future by what you begin doing right now We'll be right back.
2: Do you want to live wealthy and pass wealth on to your generations? If so, then you're probably aware that 95% of people 65 years of age are not financially independent. This is a depressing number when 100% of 25 year olds say yes to our question of wanting to live wealthy. This is the reason Dwayne Youngblood launched Be Wealthy 2 and why you should connect with them today. Be wealthy 2 believes living wealthy is the right of every human, but not the guarantee. They believe to live wealthy, you must eliminate all bad debt, establish good credit, begin an investment plan where you invest in either stocks, bonds, crypto, real estate, art, or some other asset that will put income in your pocket, all while living an authentic life. Once you connect with Be Wealthy Two and Dwayne's team, you will be on your way to building, living, and sustaining a wealthy life.
1: All right, thanks everybody for coming back and joining us on the Wealthy Life Podcast, where we try to help our people sustain and get a wealthy life. So today we're talking to Dwayne a veteran in the game of trying to attain wealth and actually sustain wealth over the years. Uh, 2022 has arrived. A lot of exciting things are happening and a lot of up and down things with the economy is happening. So I wanted to ask some questions, get some insight for everybody in the world as well. So uh, those who don't know, the Federal Reserve is about to end tapering in March of 2022. Uh, that's going to affect a lot of things for the people that don't know. I want to have you, Dwayne, first, Explain what tapering is in a quick term so uh, an elementary school person can understand it and then go into how that's going to affect the stock market. Yeah. Uh, So the Federal Reserve uh,
0: began, which is our central bank, Uh, most nations except two in the world have a central bank. When we entered into COVID, uh, it hit the economy in a hard way. So the Federal Reserve has a responsibility of trying to make sure that uh, money system, our monetary system is kept intact, that inflation, according to them, is at 2%. And so one of the things that they had to do in order to see to that happening, that the economy could get through COVID was they began tapering, which is they were actually purchasing bonds, uh, uh, a heavy, uh, amount 30 billion dollars uh we were seeing purchased a month and so what the fed began doing by purchasing these bonds it was literally keeping or propping up the economy they did things in the area that propped up our financial services sector and they propped up our mortgages so mortgage-backed securities were supported and the entirety of our financial services and things of that nature were supported. So what you could see happening when the tapering was going on, there was a consistent influx of money coming into the economy. So you saw stimulus money come, the government made decisions for stimulus. Well, a lot of that stuff was created through the fact that the Fed was purchasing these bonds uh, and therefore loading up their balance sheet with these bonds. Well, tapering ending in March is that they are winding down their purchases. I gave the wrong number, but they're winding them down 30 billion a month. Right right now, there's over 100 and some billion on the balance sheet. They're winding them down 30 billion dollars a less per month so that by March of 3030 there'll be no more purchases being made and therefore uh the Fed for the first time in April will not have purchased bonds to in essence prop up the economy and these mortgage backed securities and so it then creates a different game because what's happened is as they were tapering and considering ending it we noticed that inflation was getting out of control. So since inflation was going out of control, uh, the Fed announced that they would end the tapering early, which moved it from July of 2022 to March of 2022. So it's gonna end, it's going to then, the economy is going to then uh, get a chance to cool off because there's been so much money pumped in. It's gonna get a chance to cool off. Hopefully that will help slow inflation as well and uh, not require the Fed to raise interest rates as much. But that's pretty much what the tapering is all about.
1: Uh, I see. I see. I see. So the way controlling everything that's going on in the economy through the Fed um, uh, is definitely crazy. I know the biggest thing that's going to be controlled is the stock market. That's going to be moving up and down, up and down, depending on all the moves that they make at that top point. So uh, with us knowing that now, what are the top stocks you think that are going to be the best ones to buy and hold? throughout 2022 well there's a couple things to
0: consider with that question so first off when the fed ends tapering one of the first things that's going to happen soon after is that they're going to raise interest rates now they've talked about raising interest rates three times possibly in 2022 three times in 2023 and maybe once in 2024. now no one knows if that's going to happen but just the thought of the Fed raising interest rates, it has already caused investors to move away from growth and tech stocks. The reason is growth and tech stocks tend to be overvalued. And when a stock is overvalued, it's getting a bunch of people buying it. But the problem is those companies are typically low on cash. So if you were to look at their cash and cash equivalents on their financials you would notice these companies may have 2 billion, 3 billion, 4 billion whereas on the other hand if you look at a JP Morgan Chase or a Goldman Sachs you're going to see 200 billion on their books. That means 200 billion in the bank. You're going to see 700 billion for uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. So these companies have cash to get them through the short term, whereas growth stocks, tech stocks, typically do not have as much cash. So when interest rates are raised and they need to borrow cash to continue to expand, it's going to cost them more than it would have cost them before. That automatically makes an investor move away from a company because when the cost of goods increases, the bottom line decreases. So you've been watching since September, we've been seeing people selling out of tech and growth stocks and buying more financial stocks and energy stocks because financial and energy stocks tend to do better when interest rates go up. So. In the short term, companies like Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, they're going to do a lot better uh, in the short term if these interest rates do happen to go up three times in 2022. Now, as far as what I would recommend, I have what I call some foundation plays that I think, regardless to whether or not the markets go up a little bit, or down a little bit, typically what happens when you see an interest rate increase, you may find the markets have a drop of 10%. So in a, in a two month period, we may see a 10% drop and it may not happen. But typically, historically speaking, within six months from that increase, we're back up 4.4%. So that tells me that uh, unfortunately, the uninformed people will sell out their stock when they see the little drop happening. I'm looking at, at the same time, having some foundational plays in your portfolio if you're smart. The first one is ticker symbol VOO. It is the Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. This um, ETF has done so tremendously well over the last 10 years. It will continue to do well. So even if we hit a bump where it doesn't go up like it did this year which is 27 percent. it doesn't go up like that it's still going to be valuable to have because even if i'm getting it at a discount because it's dropped a little bit i'm looking to the future the second one is i would invest in another vanguard etf which is ticker symbol vo this is a mid cap etf and the reason why i want to be in a mid cap is because mid caps have a tendency to grow faster than large caps so If you're in a mid cap uh, ETF and there is a little bit of a bump that we go through, the comeback for a mid cap is typically much faster. Plus, this is a very good mid cap to be in across the board uh, as a whole. In addition to that, I would also be in Tesla. Now, the downside to automotive companies is that when interest rates go up, it's gonna affect the automotive Um, industry, that sector, because now it will cost people more to get an auto loan. So it will have an effect. However, the reason why I'm interested in Tesla now, Tesla's trading a little under $1,100 right now. I'm interested because the CEO, Elon Musk, has sold off so much stock that the company took a big hit in the last couple of months. And I I just really believe it's positioned to go somewhere between 1500 to 1800 next year. So it's a company that makes no difference what's going on. They're they're dominating the market in the United States. They're heavily competing in China. And I believe they're gonna just do extremely well. So Tesla is another uh, company. Then there's Apple. Uh, Apple's a company that in 2022, possibly we're coming out with VR and AR goggles uh, that are going to help us as we move toward the metaverse. So I just believe once Apple or Facebook or meta platforms has been in this with Oculus, uh, their Oculus goggles, but when Apple gets in, it'll go to a whole nother level. Now their goggles are going to come out being maybe about $3,000 uh, a pair, but I believe it is going to be an in-demand thing to do. Apple is going to do it, I believe in 2022. They're also coming up with the Apple Car by 2025. These things show that this company remains a high innovative company. And it is one that I would be definitely buying in the short term. Lastly, I'm gonna mention another one. Microsoft is also gonna win big in Metaverse. But in addition to that, Microsoft will Yahoo Finance's uh, company of the year for 2021. And it was up 51% this year. I believe Microsoft, again, just like Apple, tremendous leadership, tremendous um, uh, foresight for where the company is going and how it is using its strength to dominate in the areas in which uh, it dominates. Now, those are some stocks that I would look at. I'm gonna, I also mention these three cryptos that I think I would want to own and will own. Uh, as we go into 2022 the first one is ethereum the ethereum network is tremendous um ethereum to me is going to rival bitcoin as time continues to go along and i just think it's a smart play to have second one is solana solana is a game changer for metaverse because they are able to process things so fast it's just unbelievable the last crypto is one that a lot of people may not know but it's called hex And the reason why I'm interested in Hex is because it is a, it operates like a a CD uh, in the financial sector. So the creator of it, uh, Richard Hart, he is one of the most innovative thinkers as it relates to how you can use crypto. And so I believe you're going to hear tremendous things about Hex. And so those are the stocks and the crypto that I would be uh, looking at to uh, get started, I skip one and I do want to mention it. It is ticker symbol because I just got into it. It's ticker symbol SMH, and it stands for Van Eck Vectors Semiconductor. Reason why I think 2022 will be good for this ETF SMH is because we're going to be coming out of this COVID impact on the chips that affected cars and the rental rental companies. We're going to be coming out of it, and you're going to see these companies begin to uh, rise across the board well this etf covers all of the semiconductor top semiconductor companies in the world so instead of investing in taiwan semiconductor company by itself or intel i can simply invest in smh this etf and i can get the best of that entire world so that's where i'd be putting my money uh stocks to, to get in 2022.
1: Nice. That's a smart way to look at it too. I just wanted to go over one more time. You, you did your research so you know that the federal reserve has everything going on and that that's in turn going to affect the interest rates. And you know, when interest rates are affected, certain stocks and companies are affected negatively and, and positively. Right. So we want to be investing into the companies that are going to be affected positively all throughout 2022. From what I understand, I hope everybody else understands that as well. Um, now, just for everybody out there say there's somebody out there that's seen a podcast they're trying to you know get into stocks they want to know about the stock market, see what their best first move is um but they don't even know where to start uh they want to benefit they want to um get in and see everybody talking about buying and holding everything but they don't even know where to even get the first start where to sign up mm-hmm. anything so mm-hmm. uh, what would be the first step you would give somebody that's maybe 18 to 35, anywhere in there. They just never got into the stock market, always heard of it, but uh, never knew where to even start or get into it or where to sign up or anything. So what would be the first step for them?
0: Yeah. One of the things, if you're going to get in the stock market, there's a few things you have to do. First, you you have to use a brokerage uh, company uh, online or otherwise uh, in this age with a cell phone, it's just smart to use an online brokerage. I recommend that you use at least two because brokerages typically have strengths in various areas. Now, what I would recommend to people getting started is that you do Webull and public.com. And the reason that I say Webull on Webull and public, you can buy crypto on both of them. So you're able to to buy crypto. And if you buy crypto, you want to have a wallet where you're gonna hold your crypto in, but you can buy crypto on both. Uh, Webull is an absolute great place for charts, uh, for your research, uh, for the news on a company. Uh, If you wanna do options, Webull is a good place to do options trades great information there. Uh, you can also, there are many people who put out great content on how to trade effectively on Webull. Public.com is a place for beginners that I think is a solid place. They, are, they allow you to, invest in uh, partial shares in anything partial shares in crypto partial shares in any stock it is a phenomenal way to get in you may not have the money to buy a $175 apple stock but you can put $5 in and get started in addition to that public.com has a learn tab on their whether you're on their app or on the desktop the learn tab for Uh, public has six categories that i believe anyone want to understand investing in stocks and crypto it's it's the place to go where you can get just good information maybe you might spend 15 30 minutes a day 30 minutes to an hour if you got it if you're really serious about coming up you can actually come up there so i would recommend webull and public now if i'm going to do options i'm going to do those on the public i mean on the webull side and um, if i want to do my crypto and stocks in partial shares then that is so easy for me to do at public but again having the two is good it gives you a diversification and using two you can definitely do public very easy on your phone you can do webull on your phone as well but uh, i prefer webull on my desktop and public on my phone Uh, But those are the two things that I would say. So you need a um, you need to have a company that is going to be the platform that you use to engage the market. And that's what those two are. Then you've got to really do your homework because picking stocks. Um, it's not like throwing a dart. Now I want to say something because last year we had 1.7 million new people start investing in the stock market. That's a great thing, but I want people to understand investing in the stock market during COVID was pretty simple because there were clear dividing lines. You knew the cruise ship business was going down. You didn't buy it. You knew the airline business was going down. People weren't using it. You didn't buy it. You knew that companies like Fiverr, where people were working from home and and all that, those companies were going up. You knew Home Depot was going up because people were fixing up their houses. So it was real easy to pick winners on, during covid as 2022 kicks in and we begin to come out of covid. That's going to go away. You are not going to be it's not going to be as simple to pick a stock that's gonna be a winner. So you're gonna want to be able to do your research. Now I use, there's a site you can use, it's partially free. It's called stockcharts.com. You can go to stockcharts.com and you there you need to understand what relative strength index is, you need to understand moving average, and then you need to understand what a MACD is. Now, I would suggest to you, just getting started, that you go and look up those three things. Relative strength index, what does it mean? How does it relate to me purchasing a stock? Moving average, there's many moving averages, but if you're a long-term buy and hold person, you wanna be paying attention to a 50-day moving average and a 200-day moving average. Look at those things and see, get an understanding of what they mean. One of them is a short-term move, 50. The other one is a long-term move day, average 200 see how they relate to one another, see how they give you indicators whether or not you should buy or sell your stock. And then there is the MACD. This is a divergence and and divergence. Uh, indicator which is going to help me understand the price action direction of a stock. So when I look at the MACD and I see that it has crossed over the signal line in a positive direction, I know that this could be an entry signal for me to enter into an actual purchase of the stock. So people who want to win basically Basics, basic, learn those three things. There's a lot more to learn, but you want to learn those three things because those three things, if you go to stockcharts.com, you can put those three things on your chart for a company. And if you can interpret it properly, it'll tell you pretty much whether to buy, sell, hold anything that you're looking at. Now, there's a lot more other things, other Um, charts and indicators to look at, but those three, I believe you're getting started, are a great place uh, to begin.
1: Yeah. So what I just heard is that the start is educating yourself, uh, especially in 2022. Now that 2021 is over, like you said, it was a lot easier. People thought they were stock experts because they were making AMC plays and uh, the huge plays on stocks like that because of everything going on in the world. But now with 2022, we're trying to let you know that what Dwayne is saying is that you need to educate yourself first. And I want to list off a few of the free educational resources you just listed off just in case anybody missed it. You want to go to Weeble, get that app. We want to get the public.com app and go to their website and sign up because they have a lot of free info that you can digest, learn and actually learn how to pick profitable change, learn how to actually read the charts and everything involved in the stock market. So that's the first place you want to start is learn how to educate yourself. Um, and with those resources, you can actually get started today with investing as little as $1. You can start your wealth That's journey right. with That's investing right. today. That's right. So it's not about how much, like Dwayne was saying, say you can start with $5. And with compound interest and consistency, you can actually attain wealth and actually get wealth for your future and your family. So I yeah. uh, wanted to dive into something a little bit more fun and uh, ask Wayne a question. Some people uh, have asked me, some people might have asked them in the past. But so if you lost everything today, um, you had to go out and find a job. You had to go out and figure out how to say, What would be the the path you take right now um, if you had to start all the way over and try to start building wealth today?
0: Well, here's something that I would say um, because the average investor, one, you can do this on your own. So I would open up a public.com account and i would be purchasing things that are going to pay me a very nice dividend and i can expect some price appreciation there's only two ways stocks make money the stock price has to go up or they pay a dividend that's the only two ways they're going to make money so i would again companies that i named to you like voo that particular s p 500 etf i would be going there they're going to pay a dividend And I'm going to get exposure to 504, 505 companies all at once. That's where I would start. And then like you said, I would get my knowledge up because Mm -hmm. once I get my knowledge up, I may decide to get into some individual companies that give me the chance to uh, move forward. In addition to that, as I'm doing personally, I wanna get into options, but I would get into leap options. And I'm gonna explain something that is very good for people who want to invest in stocks. If I wanna invest in the stock market, let's just say I wanna get 100, I would like to have 100 shares of Apple stock, but the stock costs $175 a share. Well, I can get a leap option that in essence takes the same place. I I don't have to buy the 100 shares, a leap option is an option that I'm gonna exercise at least a year down the road, but it gives me the right to 100 shares of Apple on a call. I get the right to it without all the downside of cost. And so I would be looking into leap options. That's one of the things that I would strongly be doing if I had to start over, giving me an opportunity to build my portfolio while I bring my knowledge up. Now I'll say this last thing, Investopedia did an interview or survey of 1,073 affluent millennials. And what they found is that 64% of them said the reason to invest is retirement, but 49% of them said they lacked the knowledge to do it. So what we're seeing, people know that they need to invest, but because they don't have the knowledge, they do not trust themselves to pull the trigger. So one of the things, again, you can connect with people like myself who do this on a daily basis and expand your horizons. You can get on a public.com site and hit that learn tab and expand your horizons to look into things for beginners. Anything that's saying beginners, start reading it because uh, in essence, it's going to expand you. And the last thing I would do, I would want to find someone like I did when I first started, someone who was much more knowledgeable than me, who would be willing to share some game with me. If I had to pay to take them to lunch, if I had to um, pay to take a course from them, whatever it's gonna take, I, I save myself time when I sow into a person who already has the information that I'm looking to gain. I can get their 20 years of experience, possibly with a one hour lunch. I can get their 20 years of experience with a four week class. So you can always uh, do good by doing those things that I'm suggesting right there. If, if I had to start all over.
1: Oh my gosh. So, so much great things. So I just got a couple of things. I just want to go into that you said um, first year network equals your net worth. I've heard that so many times. So it obviously is about who you surround yourself with. It doesn't matter if you don't have that much money. You don't have the high paying job. You need to try to surround yourself with videos, courses, mentorships, or anything that's going to help you um, level yourself up because you're around where you're trying to go at least. And then the other thing I wanted to say is everything you listed you would do if you had no money today it was free. Everything you said. So it doesn't matter who you are right now. If you don't have the education or you don't think you know everything or you don't have the job no, right now everything you need to do to get started with investing in the stock market is free it's education you need to start learning with the free resources we listed today um follow someone's youtube Dwayne does have a youtube we're going to talk about at the end but educate yourself by somebody that knows what they're doing somebody that's been doing it for years somebody that's made mistakes trials and errors and they have a system in place to make Good trade to make good decisions in the stock market. So that's right. Uh, yeah, great, 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 great. Um, James, you just dropped on it, Dwayne. Um, the next thing I kind of wanted to go into was uh, your journey and um, how 2021 was for you. Uh, maybe something that you learned along the way, something that didn't go your way in 2021 that you learned that you're going to do better with in 2022.
0: Yeah, one of the things I think. Um as I was in the process of uh, COVID forced people to have to rethink the way in which you did business. If you were a small business owner, I was a person who did uh, classes and things in person. Uh, right. and, and that worked very, very well for me in my own community where I'm at. Problem was COVID shut all that down. So when that happened, I had to find a way to switch uh, to what I was doing online. And I was just not very, very proficient uh, in social media. So one of the mistakes I made in 2021 was, there's a principle that I learned and I didn't get it early enough in my practice. And (laughs) excuse me. And that is that one of the first things you wanna do is to hire uh, administrative people that give you the opportunity to focus on the the things that your time are most needed for. So it was late in 2021 that I've hired a social media specialist to do all of that stuff that needed to be done to expand the business, but didn't need to be done by me because that's just not my area of expertise. That was one of the huge, um, bad decisions that I made in 2021 and transitioning from being an in-person teacher to doing a lot of stuff online i just did not understand the online game the second part of that that, that expounded the or expanded the problem was not necessarily knowing where to put my time online so i've come to realize that i'm a best as a content creator and needing to have that administrative team in place to know how to then use that content effectively wherever we need to use it so now i've got those things in place for 2022 but it was a hard lesson now i didn't lose money in 2021 which is a good thing made money uh through my investments Uh, i sold some real estate in 2021 uh, and so in addition to the things that I've been trying to transition personal business-wise, uh, it was a solid year for me in the markets. I did tremendously well in uh, Apple, VOO, the, the things that I named, these are my foundation plays. McDonald's, I've helped McDonald's since 1996. McDonald's, surprisingly to people, uh, is up 50, 50 some percent in the last few years. Which is surprising for a company like that but it is an inflation proof company to me people are still going to go to mcdonald's so i've held that i've continued to buy into it so what i've done in the stock market this year has been phenomenal as far as what i've made i've also had some things that didn't go as well in early 2021 i invested heavy in neo because i really believed that this company was going to be a game changer because they had the ability to do the the the, batteries are the most expensive component for electronic vehicle but neo had a system in place that was just going to wipe that out and make it such a game changer but when we got into the middle of this year and china started all the regulations and whatnot i lost a lot of money in neo and so eventually being so frustrated that I had always been teaching, do not be married to a stock. I had to sell my uh, NEO. Now, I, I sold when I say I lost a lot. It's I lost a lot of what I had gained. I was able to sell and still uh, have made money but I had gained tremendous and all of that that I had gained was wiped away. And so I've totally you got it on time.
1: Just be clear. You got it on time before you lost money.
0: Right. I had okay. already bought it cheaper. So when it went up, you know, I was making a lot of money it had gone up, but it just tanked and it came all the way down to 20 some dollars here recently. Um, but doing that was a mistake. Um, but i got out of it so with losses the benefit of having certain kinds of losses is that you you take them in before december 31st goes out and you can use those losses to buffer against some of the gains you've made and that's tax stuff but it works in my favor in the long run so those are some mistakes i made in addition to that i'm a long-term person and so i thought about wanting to get into heavily more heavy into options and so i took a lot of classes and put a lot of time into learning options and when it's all said and done i concluded that what i'd like to do is leap options i would like to teach leap options and so I tested the waters personally with these two months, three month options. And I concluded that there's too much money being lost by people who do option trading. This is why everyone in options is typically following somebody because the average person has no clue how to pick an option, what option they should pick. So they're following people who say they can do it. I would prefer to do leap options. I could teach the leap options. So it's just, um, 2021 to me has been a year to pivot and to find where best to be. And then 2022 is a year to go full out into it. And uh, that's what we're doing. So that's kind of been, hopefully answered your question.
1: Yeah, no yeah. I just hope people take from it though, that um, you got to really have focused work. Uh, That's what I kind of took from it. Uh, You could obviously be doing a bunch of different things that are all actually helping your business and helping it grow and helping it be productive, but um, you could be exponentially growing if you um, delegated some of the things that are taking a lot of time, the tedious tasks that you have to do to build your business. But like you said, it doesn't have to be done by you. So if you actually, you know, elevate like you have this year, um, you were able to, you know, hire some people to, alleviate those tasks, and now you can fully, fully focus on the things that are going to fully really help you grow.
0: That's right.
1: Um, um, yeah, I think I need everybody to take that from from what you just said. Make sure that you're always allocating your time correctly, and knowing that you you are able to hire people through places like Fiverr or online and freelancers online to do some of your jobs that you know could be more tedious to you every single day. Um, but yeah, you answered it <laughs> good. But, okay. Good. I think everybody, everybody understood you for sure. Um, All right, now we're gonna have we're gonna have a break. And we're gonna come back after this commercial and we're gonna finish talking to Dwayne about everything that's going on. Would you like to make an extra
0: 300 to $1,300 a month? Then the Survey Sauce Masterclass is your product. And the process you'll be taught will have you making money for years to come. And if you'd love a great game, one that's taking off all over the world, that one that everyone's trying to see who can solve it the quickest, then the Sauce Spinner is the game for you. In order to purchase the Survey Sauce Masterclass, visit at bmalcolm21. That's at bmalcolm21 on Instagram or Twitter. And to get the Sauce Spinner, visit us at saucespinner.com. That's saucespinner.com. Once you connect, your money and fun
1: begin. All right, guys, thanks for coming back to the What's Life podcast. And um, now i want to give you a second to actually connect with Dwayne and what he has going on. So I wanted to ask Dwayne, where online can people reach you? Um, you got a lot of buyers to get everybody for free today. And I know a lot of people are going to be wanting to reach you and know where they can get more information. So where can they do that?
0: Well, the main thing, I have two things that I would say first and foremost. One. Um, where I put most of my energy is in creating content for my YouTube channel, Dwayne the Wealth Connector. So in the description for the video, we'll have that there where you can connect with my YouTube channel. There I put up content every single solitary day and that content has a single goal, to help people build, live, and sustain wealth. So I'm very excited uh, about the opportunity to speak to the things that will help people save themselves time second thing is my website which is called be wealthy the number two.com be wealthy there you can connect to everything that we've got going on uh, i'm going to be launching wealth university i haven't talked about it but it, there you can find the connection to that you can also find connection to this podcast there you can find connection to all the classes or anything that uh, i have to offer uh, it is there uh, at bewealthy2.com so i'm excited to connect with people there in 2022 as we are building out the be wealthy 2 brand uh the more it's interesting to me to have an opportunity to connect with people to help them uh, get themselves started and if you've already started to help you save the time uh, from making unnecessary bad financial decisions, especially as we're coming out of coronavirus.
1: Yeah, nice. I wanted to say, uh, where exactly on YouTube? So, so I was somebody that was typing on YouTube trying to find you. Where exactly? What, what would I type in to find? You?
0: Yeah, if you were to type in Dwayne, then it's the Wealth Connector. You're you're gonna find me there. In addition, we'll make sure in the description for this podcast it's listed there as well but if you go to youtube and just type Dwayne the wealth connector you're going to find uh my youtube channel there
1: all right and y'all heard it every single day there's not a lot of people doing this so i want y'all to really um understand the effort being put into this uh channel for you guys to build live and sustain wealth every single day you're going to get content um uploaded that's going to help you live a wealthy life so i just want to thank Dwayne for this interview allow me to interview him coming here and sharing the value uh, for everybody out there in the world. And I want to just leave everybody with, you can always be wealthy too.